This is the Pretzel Podcast, as seen in AV Club, Hot Pod, and Milwaukee Magazine. Travel with us now to the Pretzel News Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome back to the Pretzel Podcast. I'm Mitch Tyke. And I'm Michelle Maternowski. Think of us as your Sherpas, helping you climb the mountain of pretzel knowledge. <laughs> we have been away for a little while, but we are back just in time for National Pretzel Day. and um, The biggest day of the year. It's the biggest, happiest day of the year, isn't it? Um, but Michelle, you know, it's interesting. I've noticed this kind of subtle change in the terminology since we celebrated National Pretzel Day last year. Um, that was when, uh, you'll recall, we went to uh, the Milwaukee Pretzel Company for this important holiday. Of course I remember that. So, uh, so yeah, you know, all of a sudden we're, we're starting to see the ads for free pretzels every place and National Pretzel Day is coming up. But some places are referring to it as April 26th, National Soft Pretzel Day. What's up with that? I don't know. I was wondering what the <laughs> distinction here is, and I wonder if the snack industry— Is there like, also a national hard pretzel day? I don't day? know. I wonder if, if the Snyders and Rolled Gold people are trying to cook up a— you know, trying mm. to get in on the action, like they're, they're feeling left out uh, because National Soft Pretzel Day is all about, you know, the places you go and get a hot, soft Bavarian pretzel. Or maybe and, the, the pretzel companies that sell, you know, packaged hard pretzels, they don't want to give away free— pretzels. So then they're like, don't include us in this. Right. You wonder who actually gets to designate this as National Soft Pretzel or Pretzel we, Day. we do. Right. Right. Are there any more authoritative authorities <laughs> on what should be National Soft Pretzel Day and what should be National Pretzel well, Day than us? I think there should us? be National Soft Pretzel Day, National Seasoned Pretzel Day, <laughs> National Chocolate Dipped Pretzel. You know, we could every day. When would National Seasoned Pretzel Day be? Dot Hanky's birthday? <laughs> Would be. We got to find that out and then start celebrating. Uh, national, right? Pretzel. I think crisp it's kind of silly to call it National Soft Pretzel Day. Just have it be National Pretzel Day. Yeah, Come on, exactly. Come on, guys. Uh, I think I, I, I think the the hard pretzel manufacturers will survive. And you know what? Maybe maybe they have special coupons. We will we will find out. It could be like report a back. buy one get one free pretzel day, or it's just the regular sales that are at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Two for three ninety nine. Uh, but uh, but yeah, National Pretzel Day or Soft Pretzel Day or whatever it is is coming up, and always an exciting day. Uh, we have a little uh, celebration of it coming up a little later in this episode. Um, but there must be some other pretzels in the news, right? You're asking me? You're I'm the one with you. the Google no, no, Yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> Pretzel in the news. Uh, all right, so as you might expect, Michelle, much of uh, my pretzel news feed, my Google alerts mm -hmm. on pretzels uh, consumed by people who are announcing or companies announcing they're giving away free soft pretzels on National Pretzel Day. Was there one that really stood out to you or it's just – uh, Just Auntie Anne's is doing it. Gus's is doing it. Philadelphia Pretzel or Philly Pretzel Factory is doing it. Uh, lots of different so places are doing it. So pretty much make sure you get your free pretzel if on If you've that got day. a pretzel store in your area, drop by. I'm sure they're doing something. Okay. Um, so there were a few other stories uh, for pretzels in the news. Uh, for example, uh, I got the school lunch menu for Worcester, <laughs> Massachusetts. Pretzel buns there. <laughs> That's great. That if you're listening that... in Worcester, Massachusetts, and you're a kid and you buy hot lunch, pretty exciting days. 
The uh, Google alert just really grabs everything. <laughs> yeah, but here's something. Okay, so we're talking about it really does. Lots of lots of athletic information about the the sports teams down in Freeport, uh, Illinois. Um, I hope they're doing well this season. I I, I hope so too. Uh, the field hockey team or, or lacrosse or whatever they're playing. Um, so. You know, we were just talking before the break about National Pretzel Day or National Soft Pretzel Day. What we did not talk about was Pretzel Day in Zor Village. No, we did not. And I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know Zor Village, huh? <laughs> Should I? So, <laughs> so Zor, <laughs> Z-O-A-R, mm-hmm. uh, is, according to um, Wikipedia... Uh, a village in Tuscarawas County. <laughs> I did that impressively, didn't I? <laughs> it's, a, it's in Ohio. Okay. Uh, the population was 169 at the 2010 census. It was founded in 1817 by German religious dissenters as a utopian community, uh, and that survived in that way until 1853. Much of the village's early layout survives, as do many buildings from its utopian origins. So, I was going to um, say there's not many people living in utopia today. No. There is a place, however, uh, that I gather is something of a tourist destination called Historic Zor Village. Uh, why am I telling you this? <laughs> oh, there's, so, it's a, so there's this really small place called Zor Village. Yes. And then within Zor Village, there's uh, historic. Yeah, I'm not sure whether historic Zor Village and Zor Village are exactly the same thing at the moment. But uh, but regardless, um, apparently the Zor separatists Mm -hmm. back in the 1800s had a tradition of making pretzels on good. Good. I'm glad this is connected to pretzels in some way. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of wait for it. So they celebrate Zor Bretzel Fest or oh. Pretzel Day on Good Friday every year. So not National Pretzel Day. It's their own. It is pretzel their own day. Pretzel Day. Zor Pretzel Day. This past Good Friday, the village held its first ever Bretzel Fest open to the public. Um, and it included a demonstration on making original Zor pretzels uh, given by Nancy Gordon Wyatt, who we will have to have on the program, mm. I believe, at some point. She's a descendant of the separatists who founded Zor Village back in 1817. I have a lot of questions for Nancy. <laughs> I look forward to talking. With her. Uh, and while they're making pretzels, uh, an additional attraction while they're making these uh, pretzels or while they were making these pretzels was a presentation by their former site director of the newly discovered poem, A Separatist Song, which focuses on Zor's beginnings. I would be very interested to see if pretzels made it into one of the stanzas. I really hope that it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did the we did the pretzel songs eons ago, and we but did we've never done prayer. We did the pretzel prayer. We have never done pretzel poetry. We could run a pretzel poetry contest. contest. Yeah, yeah. All right, like stay that. tuned for episode twenty-three when we announce the rules of the pretzel poetry contest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me whispering yes in excitement. All right. So I'm going to give you this sheet. One other pretzels in the news item. Uh, the Philadelphia Tribune, which uh, was at least an online publication, was kind enough to get us ready for National Pretzel Day, which you'll notice they refer to just as National Pretzel Day. Good. Soft, not in the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, printed a fact sheet about pretzels. Um, and I was looking through it. And some of these things we have never mentioned before, like... 
The largest pretzel ever weighed in at 842 pounds. It was 26.8 feet long and 10.2 feet wide. Did somebody eat it? (laughs) I did not know that there was a pretzel museum of soft pretzels in Philadelphia. It opened in 1993. What this sheet does not say is how long it stayed open. I I have seen no evidence of this museum, but uh, it apparently included a seven-minute film featuring a demonstration of championship hand-twisting at 57 (laughs) per minute. (laughs) Oh, man. So there was a a championship for twisting, like, a competition? I would say that the Wessels would be pretty competitive, wouldn't you? That's cool. I like the the phrase, tying the knot was inspired by pretzels. I did not know that. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've speculated on this before, and, you know, this does not give us a source, so that we have no way of, uh, of knowing no, for sure this true. is accurate. Yeah. But hard pretzels were invented in the late 1600s when a snoozing apprentice in a Pennsylvania bakery accidentally overbaked his pretzels, creating crunchy, seemingly inedible knots. Uh, and his job was spared when the master baker, attempting admonishment, took an angry bite out of one and loved it. I would hope that this um, online publication did their their fact-checking, but I would like to see footnotes for all of these yeah. pretzel facts. Um, but it does, it does jibe with what we have come to understand when it tells us that about 80% of the nation's pretzel production is in Pennsylvania. Our stomachs can tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so cool. that's pretzels in the news. I thought that maybe we'll uh, we should probably give people a link to this, yeah, uh, and they can sure. do their own fact checking. <laughs> what kind of pretzels have you eaten this week? Let us know by getting in touch. Send us artsy pictures at Pretzel Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, or by email at pretzelpodcast at gmail Back with more from the Pretzel Podcast, I'm Michelle Maternowski. And I'm Mitch Tyke. As we mentioned about 400 times in this episode, <laughs> National Pretzel Day is upon us again. And, you know, last year at this time, we visited the Milwaukee Pretzel Company. We encourage you to go back and listen to your back episodes of the Pretzel Podcast if you missed that. Um, they make a darn good Bavarian soft pretzel. I am hoping to celebrate National Pretzel Day by having one of those. And I have a bunch in my freezer so I can probably guarantee that I'll have one of those. Uh, But Michelle, you and I have a source for most of the pretzels that we feature in this show. And I'm excited that we got to go to the source. (laughs) I can stop being vague. So we we reference a lot that we go to a local grocery store to get um, pretzels, and we stumble upon a lot of pretzels that we've never seen before. So we actually went out to Metcalf's in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Yeah, to... they, they have what I would call a dynamic inventory of pretzels. Good in that, word. Like, they get new pretzels pretty frequently. Yeah, and, and things that we've never seen or heard of before, and I feel like we have a really good sense of the pretzel companies that exist. And they continue to amaze us. Yeah, and it, it took us a while to track down who the right person to talk to was. The, the, this is a grocery store. Uh, there's only one in the Milwaukee area, and there are a couple over in Madison. And it was just a question of who the, who the person that buys the pretzels is, um, and, uh, and we found him. Uh, I'm Rich Lewandowski, store director at Medcalf's Markets in Wauwatosa. 
And uh, Rich, Michelle and I talk about your store a lot on our show, but I don't know that we have ever actually named it. Can you talk a little bit, really briefly, about the significance of Metcalf's? Because, I mean, first of all, it doesn't exist around the country. It is one of, what, three in Wisconsin? Correct. It's a local uh, market in Wisconsin. Two of them are in Madison? Two in Madison, one here in Milwaukee, Aaron Wauwatosa. And uh, completely independent? Independence, yep. And so because it's an independent, how does that affect how you make the decisions, the store makes the decisions on what's on the shelves? Yes, it's easier to make decisions at store, store level or local level in the neighborhood whether or not we carry products. Does it differ from one Metcalf's to another? Yes. Yeah, depending on whether it's Tosa or Madison, they carry some of our products, we carry some of their products, but it's not decided by one person. So there's there's somebody here in Tosa who oh, it's you. you? Okay. Yeah, that's me. Yep. You decide. Or I, or I have an assistant that just decides it for me. How do you decide so. what new products to add? Um, first, we'd like to see support from the vendor, by a local vendor. Are they going to demo it? Are they going to have people try it? Um, how far it is from the store? You know about our local mile signs in the stores. Um, how far it is to get the product from their facility to ours. Um, and there is, a, there is a certain appeal to, to generally local foods. Very much so, yes. I mean, we're all about local. We were probably one of the first in the state. So, so in the end, it is you that Michelle and I have to thank at some level for the sweeping selection of pretzels that are on the shelves here. Correct. So should we thank him? We... Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you for being customers of the store and finding me. Well, so let's let's talk about the pretzels you carry because uh, we have basically said this on our show multiple times. Um, this is this is the play. The, the, this is the store with by far the best selection of pretzels that we can find in the Milwaukee area. And you say this. You were not aware of this. I was not aware of it. No. I wonder if it's because of the focus on local that there's just different products here that than we, what we would find at other grocery right. stores. Like Schneider's is across the whole country mm-hmm. where we have a lot of variety of pretzels or Schneider's, but yeah, local for us would be uh, pretzel cravings. Is that? Yeah. yeah, I mean they're local too. I think I think pretzel cravings that we discovered are made in Dakotas, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, East Shore. Has been around a long time. They have the mustards and the dips and that with it. Um, and they're a Wisconsin company. I think we tried them. They're the, they're the ones that are down Harvard. in the uh, yeah. They're they're over by the deli counter, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, we have Tom Surges, Pretzel Chris, Rolled Gold, Old Dutch, Gluten Free, and, and the other one that you didn't say yet. Uh oh. Dots. Dots. I, I didn't know if that was local. It's, all, it's Dakota. But. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. North Dakota. They're, yes. they're not local. That's not considered local yeah, for we us. Were, but we they were, are the best. One of the best pretzels out there. We're glad just, you agree. Yeah, just the sodium level so high on it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look at that at all. And you also so you have... say you are not a pretzel expert, but even you I like Dots pretzels. Yeah, I love Dots pretzels. We were so excited when we saw those. And the they shelves. do make a rub. I don't know if you were aware of that. Uh, I was aware of that to the degree that I made uh, pork chops coated in Dots pretzel rub earlier this week. Okay. <laughs> this week? <laughs> this week. And it was, it's like a seasoned breadcrumb. Can you talk about how the how the shelves there are organized? Because there is not, and maybe this is is this a trade industry secret? There, there is not just one section of pretzels. You have Snyder's in one place, and you have Rolled Gold in another place, and you have Dots in another place, and you have Pretzel Cravings next to the Dots, and then you have you Tom really Sturgis in another aisle. place, <laughs> and then you've got and then you've got the gluten free ones and the sandwich ones in another place altogether. Right. Actually, the the pretzels are set by uh, manufacturer. Oh, so okay. each manufacturer has their within their section. But maybe we should think about 
having a pretzel. You could have a pretzel end cap. Or a section, yes, yeah. or an end cap. Do you get a I mean, I noticed like dots are not the cheapest pretzel in the world. Um, people seem to be willing to pay it though. Yes, they will. Yeah, because I think, like you said, it's one of your favorites. So, and you taste it, you buy it. Well, and so I guess the question is, how did, how did dots get on your radar screen? An employee brought them in from, a, they bought them at a hardware store in Milwaukee here, and I tasted them, and we're like, we got to get these things in here. <laughs> And sometimes it just takes, like, somebody bringing them in, and you taste it, and you think, well, this this is going to work. Right. And that's didn't come to us and say, hey, you should bring this pretzel in. How often are you approached by by vendors to have their foods in your store, no and you items? just can't – you have to say no because there's yeah, no space? Um, it's very – quite often, actually. Yeah, and being local, the locals come even faster. And, you know, we have to sell the product, so – we just can't bring everything in for every vendor. Well, and that's the other thing. I imagine that when you carry a certain variety of things and people are pleasantly surprised by them, they're more willing to just take a flyer, you know, see something on the shelf and say, make an impulse buy. Correct. And so then along those lines, we were talking about the, what is it, East, um, East, Shore. East Shore pretzels. Why do they end up in a completely different part of the store? The, <laughs> what what about them makes them right for the deli counter? Um, that's a good question. Us grocers sometimes put things in weird places. Just to fool with us? Uh, that's a good question. Well, Rich Lewandowski, yes. we're much appreciative both of your time and, uh, and of your pretzels. You're welcome. You Thank knew you. You more about pretzels than you thought you knew. Correct. <laughs> So after we talked to Rich, we actually walked around the grocery store and tried to count all of the pretzels that they have. And I took photos of everyone so that our count would be accurate. And I think we came up with 22, which is fitting because this is our 22nd episode. Wow. Cool. Uh, and that included a bunch that uh, that did not make it onto Rich's list that he had printed out, um, which I can only ascribe to the fact that they're in far-flung places in the store. You know, you could be a- almost anywhere in this grocery store and find pretzels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was in the the freezer section, uh, the the snacks aisle, the deli um, counter, the candy aisle, <laughs> the. Um, yeah, the deli. Was there any other places? Uh, there were a Some couple end of random caps. end caps. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fun scavenger hunt. <laughs> so I would uh, ask our listeners that if they think that their grocery store carries more pretzels than Metcalf's does, do a count and let us know because we will go there. We w- wherever it is. <laughs> Anywhere in the world. You know what we've never figured out? Is is there a store that just sells pretzels? I mean, besides, you know, your, your like, Milwaukee Pretzel Company and Auntie Anne's and, and those yeah. kinds. I mean, is, is there a store that sells nothing but hard pretzels? I wonder. Maybe in the the village of... Zor? Zor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, it was fitting again uh, that we visited Metcalf's because we were able to come up with a couple of pretzels uh, that we have never eaten before that we could feature on Crunch Time. Yay! <laughs> so we have two different brands that we've we've never had. They're both seasoned pretzels. Um, so let's start with pretzel cravings. And are we are we judging these against each other, or are we judging these against the gold standard in seasoned pretzels? All of the above. Okay. Um, yes. 
<laughs> so for pretzel cravings, we have the original seasoned um, ones, but they also make a dill pickle and a jalapeno seasoned pretzel. Um, the packaging calls it the homestyle gourmet pretzels and not your ordinary pretzel. They are made by the Dakota Style Family Company in Clark, South Dakota. Um, this company also makes kettle chips and sunflower kernels and seeds. Um, from their website, there was a, a on there about us a, a couple lines that I appreciated. Um, so it says, in 1985, we started something great right in the heart of South Dakota when we hand-selected our first perfect potato. Before we knew it, we were off making chips from our very own homegrown potatoes. And then later in the about <laughs> section, it says, decades later, we haven't forgotten where we came from, a place where knowing how your food is grown still means something, and harvesting with heart yields more than product. There are still plenty of open spaces, fresh air, and dirt roads that have yet to be refined. And we plan on doing our part to keep it that way. We still rise and rest by the sun and believe in taking time to do things the right way, by hand resulting in an experience you can taste and feel. Around here, it's still about common sense, shaking hands, and making time for things that matter the way it once was. Says a chip, pretzel, and sunflower seed. I feel like company. their package was written by John Mellencamp. <laughs> Can somebody turn this paragraph into a song? Trapper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I see you can buy a belt buckle with their logo on it. Yes. <laughs> so, so if you want to order some of these, and then also have your your clothes be also made by the Dakota style. Family company. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, that's a big lead up to these We're going to judge whether that's worth it. Um, these were not inexpensive pretzels either. I don't remember how much they cost I believe you they were paid for them. $6.99 for this bag of pretzels, which, as I recall, is kind of heavy. I mean, it, they, there's not a lot of air in that bag. And I think that's something that they mentioned on their website as well. Possibly. We Who don't pump air into our bags. Um, it's a 10-ounce bag. It says no MSG, pretty large on the blue package. They're, all their packages are, are pretty bright colors. Uh, and it is a resealable package. And it's, um, and it's resealable because you can't open it. <laughs> <laughs> I ripped off the little thing but didn't do a good job. Do we need to pause our recording and get up. Oh, oh, there I we got go. it. What a relief. Tough. Okay, do it. Take a take a sniff of these when you. All right. They look like somebody we know. <laughs> um, they look. And it's a, a traditional um, seasoned pretzel shape. It looks like dots. Um, maybe it's a Dakota thing. Drinking some water to cleanse my All palate. Right, you ready for this? Do 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 do. I'm do, looking do, at do. it. <laughs> Remind me of Jock Jams. <laughs> CNC Music Factory, uh, for those of you uh, who need a reference. Um, they look like they're more seasoned. I'm looking at like the, the, the amount of seasoning looks Hi. pretty intense. Let me put it under a microscope and <laughs> test it. It's hard not to think about dots when you are putting these in your mouth mm -hmm. because they look just like them. Um, the seasoning, what would you, what flavor stands out most to you? Garlic. Yeah. 
It's not as not as sharp, I would say, as Dots. Dots has it's not a not a huge kick because as as we found out, Dot Dot does not like spicy things, but still, I think Dots are a little more spicy than this. Yeah, it tastes garlicky, buttery, oniony. Yeah, but it's um, not Dots. The pretzels themselves are harder, right? They're, they're more dense. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Not as crunchy, I don't think. Not bad. They would be better for dipping because I don't think they would break. They wouldn't break, right? Um, let me see what it says about their seasoning. It'd be interesting to, to see if they if they have the same supplier of pretzels or whether these are uh, made in-house by hand from the earth. <laughs> <laughs> as you walk down a dirt road. <laughs> um, it says sit back. Relax and enjoy the taste. We know you will from our family to yours. Aww. They're um, not bad. Yeah, they're not bad. I I could definitely tell the difference between these and dots, though. I don't absolutely love the seasoning. Like, I don't think I would find myself losing track and just going through the whole bag and be like, oh, that just happened? I, I feel like dots is a little bit more complex, like there are more flavors going on. Let me see what this says on the ingredient list. As for seasoning, because you have, like, the wheat flour and the vegetable oil, salt, artificial butter flavor, corn syrup, yeast, canola, canola oil, <laughs> um, dehydrated garlic, dehydrated onion. Maybe it's that artificial butter flavor that sticks out. Although I think, as we found out, uh, Dots uses artificial butter flavor as well. Maybe it's a different— Maybe because that has been so successful, this company, which is— it makes a lot of chips and like seasoning for sunflower seeds. They're like, we should get on the the pretzel ban again. Maybe that's it. It's also it's it's interesting uh, that like dots it, again. It's not an inexpensive uh, not an inexpensive proposition to get a bag of these. Maybe they're finding people are willing to pay a little more for a seasoned pretzel. That comes from the heartland of America. <laughs> it's a nice like company story. Yeah. yeah. And- it definitely has a, a little twang that goes along with it. <laughs> Put on your belt buckle and have some. We should say cravings. they they spell cravings with a K. Because they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's pretzel cravings, original seasoned home style gourmet I would pretzels. Be interested in trying the dill pickle flavor because I do like that vinegar salty yeah. taste. Because I don't think we've had a, a I don't know that we've done a flavored pretzel. Pick, no. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled for those. All right. Uh, okay, now we have Pop Daddy pretzels. And um, I should mention there was just a profile of Pop Daddy in my pretzels in the news alerts. It was who mostly did it? about, uh, it was a TV station in Indiana, I think. It was mostly about their popcorn making business. And mm-hmm. they, they mentioned in the story that they've expanded to pretzels as well. Yeah, I think by the name, you can tell that it's. They're, they're known for their, their popcorn, but they also have pretzels. We have the garlic parmesan um, pretzel sticks, but they also make a peppercorn ranch that's made in Whitmore Lake, Michigan. So I'm guessing that actually the TV station that did the uh, did the story about it's them probably was probably Michigan. Michigan. That yeah. would make more sense. <laughs> um, they're, on their website, it showed that they're part of the Pure Michigan campaign. If you're Wisconsin, I'm sure you've heard the Tim Allen commercials about going to to Michigan for vacation. <laughs> um, it's part of the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, kind of similar to what 
North Dakota has for the Pride of Dakota. Oh, and 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 here in Wisconsin, the Something Special from Wisconsin campaign. I didn't know that was a oh, thing yeah. here. Yep. Oh. Now you'll see it now, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> It, maybe it didn't stand out as much because Tim Allen wasn't a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they're 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 known for their popcorn. They they have a very specific information on their website, which I think is is interesting. Um, they have a premium red popcorn that they use in some of their popcorns. Their Daddy O, Hot Daddy, and Pepper Daddy <laughs> popcorns, and all of that red popcorn comes from a local farm in Ann Arbor, Michigan owned by the Bloomer family, and they drive there weekly to pick up their popcorn. Which is non-GMO, it says. Which is pretty cool. And then their premium goldenrod popcorn, which they use in their uh, kettle corn, comes from a farm in Indiana, so maybe it was an Indiana TV station. It's where uh, Eric and Lisa Ryan? Real, I think, really. Real? Yeah. Take and process their orders. So I wonder, because, again, this is another company that made something else and is now in the seasoned pretzel business. It's just I so wonder if cool. Dots has shaken up the industry in some ways, and everybody's kind of seeing the potential in seasoned pretzels. Well, it's a similar bag. It's another resealable. Uh, this one's 7.5 ounces. This do is you, less expensive, though. Do you want to read some of the language on the bag? Oh, certainly. Made, it's a... Printed in a variety of uh, tall, thick fonts. <laughs> and uh, it says, these are bold snacks, period. Made with big heart, period. And there's a picture of a guy with a, a, a guy's hand with a mallet. Right For some over reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hand seasoned in small batches, made with flavor so bold, it's lip-smacking, finger-licking goodness and crunch made in Michigan. We will see if our lips smack in our teeth crunch. I feel like this is kind of a made-for-Instagram package. Hmm. Well, maybe we will share it out. (laughs) Uh, It also asks the question, how do they fit so much flavor in one bag? Well, they're all about (laughs) crave-worthy, crunchy snacks that pack a punch in the flavor department. Do they spell crave with a C or a K? C. Okay. Right, right, right off the bat, I like them better. <laughs> uh, it says they don't shy away from zesty, different, downright tasty. Feel like you're missing the end of that sentence. Huh. We don't shy away from zesty, different, and downright tasty. Well, I guess I feel like you yeah, need another. Yeah, it feels like a sentence word. fragment, doesn't it? Um. So be it popcorn or pretzels, you can count on us for a snacking experience that seriously satisfies. Whew. Okay, that's a lot of promises. <laughs> Again, we I, will be the judge of whether it seriously satisfies. Smells good. It smells like garlic parmesan pretzels. These are pretzel sticks rather oh, than Oh wow, it does it, it really does smell like garlic parmesan. Smell really good. You want to look at the ingredient list? The ingredient list. Oh, do not have my reading glasses here. Okay, I can re- look at the ingredients. Ingredient pretzels. Mm. <laughs> so they don't make their own pretzels if the Maybe uh, I don't know. Well, and then they have the they have the um, ingredients that go into the pretzels, but I would be willing to I bet really that uh, eat these. Uh, natural butter flavor. Ooh! So these pretzels contain milk, wheat, and soy, uh, plus uh, parsley, dehydrated garlic, uh, sugar, modified cornstarch, parmesan, parmesan cheese. Um, parmesan. Parmesan, yes. <laughs> uh, it looks like sunflower and or canola oil. 
Okay. All right, should we try these? The flavor, the smell is stronger than the flavor. Yeah. I'm not really tasting too much. It's weird. Like, I can feel the texture of the Parmesan. Shake these up a little bit. Like I can, on my tongue, I can feel that there's seasoning on the pretzels, but I can't really taste the seasoning all that much unless you... It's there. I mean, there's an essence of it, but it's really okay. understated. And that is goes against their flavor. <laughs> so bold, it's lip-smacking. <laughs> their bag looks really nice, but it under-delivers when they promise a punch of flavor in now, the flavor department. I am not a food scientist. We could get our official food scientist on the line, but I think as we have this conversation, he's in Europe. Uh, but... Um, uh, I, that's our official backup food scientist. I'm not sure where uh, Ann Vravik at uh, Mount Mary uh, University where is. Where are you, Ann? <laughs> but I wonder if one of the things is that they use natural flavors, and natural flavors are sort of inherently more subtle than adding a lot of artificial flavor. But then don't put in really bold <laughs> font that it's flavor so bold it's lip smacking. Maybe you have to lick your lips to get the flavor. Uh, right. I wonder if, if someone gave you these and didn't tell you anything about them, would you think they're tasty? Should we I not be using a term okay. tasty? Is that, uh, is that uh, something that t- they told think, us not to do? I think they're good pretzels, but if I want a seasoned pretzel, I'm going to get something else. Like, I think of... Um, Dots? Oh, yeah, <laughs> or is it rolled golds, their cheddar pretzels that mm, we had? Yeah. Like something that has an intense seasoned flavor, and, and these really don't. Um, the craving, pretzel cravings are definitely a lot more seasoned. Right. Uh, these pretzels, I'll say, crunchier. I think the, the pretzels themselves, I like the texture better. Eating them, um, have another pretzel cravings, right. and then the f- seasoning stands out so much, but it makes me think I don't really like the seasoning on the pretzel cravings, but I wish the Pop Daddy had more flavor to them much to, I, I'm, I'm looking in the light and uh <laughs> not in the dark <laughs> good point <laughs> we're sitting here in the dark eating pretzels the color is a lot different too and i wonder if that's because there's so much seasoning on the on the dakota cravings you can be our color expert since i'm oh, deficient in that area i think it's just an intensity I, yeah i guess i i have no idea what you're able to see but i just see pretzels <laughs> I don't see color. <laughs> I don't see pretzel color. <laughs> so there's a little something to recommend each of these, but um, on the whole, I don't know that they uh, they are quite up to the, the gold standard of seasoned pretzels, huh? Yeah, we've had better seasoned pretzels. Sorry, guys. Though we appreciate your, your heartland feel and your <laughs> small batch appreciation, but... You got to work on your seasoning. Which is not to say that we're not going to sit here and eat these. No, I'm like yeah. still going to finish the bag of Pop Daddy, but I would, I'm dreaming about a different pretzel while I do it. I might have some of them in my office. <laughs> the pretzel that should not be named. <laughs> Which is apparently about to launch some other product, but uh, not in time for um, our National production. National Pretzel Day. Yeah, maybe, maybe on National Pretzel Day. We'll have to... If their marketing was on point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> or the, or the, like, 
cranky pretzel people. <laughs> we are the pretzel curmudgeons. <laughs> Band name. <laughs> Maybe the pretzel curmudgeons, which is a band that will soon be formed, could play, and a, play, play a show in Zor. And make a song about the... the... <laughs> I'm using the pretzel cravings. Oh, so. man, if we could make that happen. <laughs> Trapper. Come on, Trapper. Um, so that's it for the, this episode of the Pretzel Podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media where... Are we going to put up all 22 pictures of pretzels from If <laughs> Instagram Metcalfs? doesn't have a limit to the number of pictures that you can have in one post, we will attempt to highlight all of Metcalf's pretzels. Maybe we could do a montage or something. A photo collage. That's uh, it's kind of what I was working on, yeah. I guess a montage would be an audio We'll thing. make something happen. <laughs> because it, I didn't take all these pictures for nothing. <laughs> Filling up your the memory card on your phone. <laughs> uh, so yeah. This is my, my phone that I only use for pretzel-related activities. So. You can tell because it has, like, pretzel grit all over it. Yeah, the screen doesn't work that well because it's just coated. It's all seasoned. It's coated in seasoned Parmesan foam. Uh, fake butter. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're on social media, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, at Pretzel Podcast. We have a Gmail that we don't really check, but you can email us <laughs> at pretzelpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, don't forget, you can subscribe via the Apple Store, uh, the Google Play Podcast Store, or pretty much wherever you find your podcasts. And make sure to get as many free pretzels as you can on National Pretzel Day. We celebrate all pretzels, not just the soft. And if you're listening to this after National Pretzel Day, uh, you'll just have to wait till next year. This is the longest close for the Pretzel Podcast. Happy National Pretzel Day, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Pretzel Podcast, produced in the studios of WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, and distributed by the Broadcasting Service of the Pretzel Institute of Technology. (laughs) 